0: Welcome to The the midweek read from Sunday Letters. I'm Larry McGuire. Thanks for coming along. The NOMIC goes out every Wednesday morning, and it's a shorter read, um, slightly different read to the regular Sunday Letters, which goes out, as the name suggests, on a Sunday morning. Um, and if you like what I'm doing, if you like the material that I write and that I record consider becoming a subscriber. It helps me create more time to make more of this stuff. You don't need to. Uh, Sunday Letters is free. It's always been free, and you can access it every Sunday. The NOMIC has been free for the last few issues, but I'm going to lock it off in the next couple of weeks, the end of April. And if you want to continue getting access to it, um, consider becoming a subscriber. Uh, Until the end of April, you can get it for four quid a month or 40 a year. I think that's a bargain. Uh, Have you think so too? Well, um, give it some thought. In any event, this week's issue of The nomic is on knowing the pattern, pattern of anything, pattern of your work, uh, a field, a domain of operation, human behavior or whatever. Uh, In order to be good at it, really good at it, proficient at it better than proficient, expert, you might say. You've got to know the pattern. And I'm not talking about data. I'm not talking about um, skills per se. It's almost like uh, a gestalt thing, whereby all of the aspects that you can identify come together and become greater than the sum of their parts, if you understand. So, What got me on this topic was last weekend was the English Grand National and I put a punt on it. I don't normally bet on horses or anything. I don't bet um, uh, because I think it's a mugs game. Um, but anyway, the Grand National is a bit of a spectacle. So me, missus and myself and the kids and stuff, we had a few quid uh, on a horse and we didn't pick the horses because we knew anything about them. We picked them because maybe the name stood out or my I missus mean, has more of an interest. She's, she's into the GGs. She likes uh, the whole um, game of understanding the jockey and the horse and the trainers and all this kind of stuff. It, she's really interested in it. And she, you know, she'll pick a few winners in that but she does it for fun once or twice a year or whatever. Um, and we all got involved and we picked a horse and, it's a bit of crack, but um what's different between that and let's say people who bet every week or every day, they've got the app on their phone and you could say they're addicted. And the reason why they're so addicted and maybe is chasing the big win. Uh, but for them, the game is different. It's not the same as, say, for a bookie. The bookies know so much more about the game. And what I mean by that is there's a certain pattern to it. Any game, any game that you're in, if you're a carpenter and you make furniture or you're a, you're, a, you're an accountant and you keep books or you're a psychologist and you understand the human mind and human behavior, the more time you spend in it, immersed in it, the more absorbed you become, the more an integral part of the pattern you become. So you know the pattern and the pattern knows you and you can move with it almost seamlessly. That's why bookies do so well. It's why the bookies exist if they didn't know it better than us, they wouldn't be there. And it takes mugs like us to come along with our hard-earned cash um, for them to exist. And it's the same with casinos. Uh, But we don't like to consider that. We like the thrill of the chase, you know, of winning the few quid. But we don't know enough about it. And so we lose our money. And they know more about it. Now, it's not about knowing individual aspects, definable aspects. It's not about... The data points. It's not about the number of wins a horse has, or 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 the or the wins and losses, or or the form of a jockey or a trainer or any of this stuff. It's all of that, and it's almost like a Gestalt thing that all of these aspects come together and create something bigger and greater, a more uh, subtle, um, a more intricate. Than all of these individual aspects on their own. It's like data points are like photographs and photographs only take a snapshot in time. They tell you about something that occurred at that instant. And that's all they do. That's all they can do. And then we're fooled by the data. The data says, oh, this is how this horse has performed. For example, we're talking about horse racing. So it's doing well, so I'm going to back it. But then it falls on the third fence, you know, Because the nature of the race of the Grand National is such that most horses don't finish. And we can't bring that in. It's like this nebulous, unknown aspect of the game. And all games have that. But the more an integral part of the game, of the system, of the pattern that you are, the more you can feel it out. And really, that's what we're talking about. It's being capable of feeling it out rather than knowing any particular data point within it, if you follow me. So that's why bookies do so well, and that's why we don't do so well, because we don't know it as well as they do. And if we spend the time necessary to become familiar with the pattern, the bet is not really a bet. It's a measured more than scientific assessment, and it occurs below the line of sight. It's what you could call intuition. And uh, this is so with all areas of life and work, We've got to immerse ourselves ourselves in it. And then the bet is not just a bet, you know. Um, but when we bet on something, when we're chasing a win, when we're ch- chasing an objective outcome or the imagined future outcome, well then it can it the punt it becomes a punt, you know. So I wanted to share that with you. Some thoughts on that, and uh, maybe you've got an opinion this week also I've got a quote for you uh, on a on a separate topic by uh, Joel Beckham professor of law at the University of British Columbia and author of the Corporation came out in two thousand four and a recent release called the New Corporation and it's all about um, how Uh, Corporate entities are, as he says in his assessment, pathological entities. He says, casting themselves as good actors, corporates cajole governments to freedom from regulations designed to protect public interests and citizens' well-being, claiming they can be trusted to regulate themselves. They take over public services like schools, water systems and social service provision saying they will run them better and more efficiently than governments and they push for tax cuts with promises of job and other social benefits. The result? Governments retreat from governing. Corporations take greater control. And with that, the two books that I want to recommend to you this week are The Corporation from 2004 and The New Corporation from late last year. And Really, what the new corporation says is what we told you in in the first book hasn't really changed. That all of the optics that corporations will put out there, like, you know, if you watch the TV ads, they're all telling you that they're looking after the planet and they have um, uh, the social aspects at the forefront of their mind. And all of that's really just bollocks. It's just a a smokescreen because they need to present uh, a better image to the public. The fundamental and the unavoidable Uh, A truth of why a corporation exists is to be profitable. There's a legal requirement for a corporation to be profitable. And if it's not, it ceases to be viable and it'll be closed down. Now, not necessarily all the time because some corporations, large conglomerates, use uh, underperforming entities, corporations, to basically offset losses. But that aside for a minute. Corporations exist to make money. So don't be fooled you know and really we've got to open our eyes to that matter and these guys um basically uh, run riot over us and we allow it and that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit so i think we got to wake up to that you know so the two books i want you to grab a hold of i'm recommending that you get a hold of are the corporation and the new corporation and in fact if you go on youtube there's a link in today's uh Uh, article on um, sundayletters.substack.com you can uh, click on that link and go and watch The Corporation from 2004 Uh, The album this week it's a short one, it's more of an an EP, an EP uh, by Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill and uh, this this is a short little recording of a couple of uh, songs, they Put together for other voices which is a music show uh, here in ireland and uh, it's very popular uh, it's got all the contemporary artists and um irish artists and celebrates irish music uh, so check that out and um, i have a little commentary on um, music and what it means to me too so if you want to read that it's on uh, the article and from the archive this week um I've got an article titled The Perversion of Work Ethic. And in it, I talk about this whole idea of working hard, you know, um, as being a reflection of our worth, you know, that we've got to work our bollocks off in order to be valuable and to have meaning and purpose. And if you're not working hard, if you're not sweating from the brow, if you're not taking yourself to the edge well, maybe you're not working hard enough. And this whole idea that work ethic is a measure of your uh, viability as a human being is basically bullshit and it's been hijacked. And uh, I wrote this recently, actually. So um, it's a short read. So if you want to catch that, there's a link to it uh, in today's issue of the NOMIC. So that's all I've got for you. Remember um, that... If you want to grab the NOMIC on an ongoing basis, um, you can do so at a 20% discount. The NOMIC will be locked off for paying subscribers from the end of April. And uh, you can get it for four quid a month or 40 quid a year with the link in today's uh, issue. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Um, I'm busy studying, doing a few assignments and doing a small bit of work Uh, as it comes in but really well it's all work isn't it but mostly at the moment my time is taken up with uh, writing and um, completing a few assignments for college finished soon year one Uh, looking forward to the summer got the holidays booked hope to get away to Donegal for a couple of weeks and um, hope you've got something planned yourself in the meantime I'm going to sign off and I'll see you next week remember remember I'm over on sundayletters.substack.com and thanks for listening. See you next time.